Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am an overcomer, writer, speaker, and God enthusiast. I am fueled by helping women achieve their emotional healing so that they can live the abundant life God has for them. In this podcast series, we provide faith-based inspiration to men from emotional hurt, along with tools and tips for emotional wellness. In your journey, as you apply these tools and tips, you will begin to live the transformed life that you always desired. In fact, you will possess a new you. Hello, friends. We are moving forward after a great segment dealing with fear and disappointments. If you're just joining us, feel free to go back and listen to A New You, episode 29, 30, 31, and 32. We provide wonderful information, and I mean wonderful, throughout those episodes. Before I jump into today's episode, I would like to share our PSAs. That is, public service announcements. The first one is that, actually, sorry guys, I forgot to share last week, that our tools and tips from the appropriate episodes can always be found at ahealingpeace.com slash tools. That's a, with a, healingpeace, all one word, dot com slash tools. You will find last week's tools and tips for tackling fear and disappointments. Public service announcement number two. If you are a new or old friend, we would love for you to subscribe to our channel in whatever music device you are using. For those who are listening to us from our website, yes, there's no subscribe button. But you can go to our homepage and subscribe to our newsletter. We provide great updates about these this show in our newsletter. Also, please leave us a good review. When you do this, we can reach more people. Thank you for listening to our PSAs. Now, back to the show. In the previous segment, we interviewed a woman who shared about her son and how his life choices affected their lives. As we move forward, it became evident to me to provide more details on how we can be successful in our relationships, especially when dealing with our family. Before we look at our family dynamics, I would like to take a moment to talk about us as an individual and how us, who we are, may shape our interactions within our family. To start this off, I got a wonderful question for you. Have you ever had moments where you felt invisible? It may be at your job or around your family and friends. I've had that experience numerously. You're not seeing me. You're not listening. 
As you dealt with this feeling, have you ever said, God, are you seeing this? As I say this, I can actually say that I probably said this a couple of times about what we're going through right now in the world. God, are you seeing this? I also remember an interview I did last year where I spoke to a woman who went through a divorce. That's Shaping Our Identity, episode number five. During the interview, she made the statement, of God, are you seeing how my husband is treating me? Again, the question, God, are you seeing this? Well, you guys do know I like my stories. And I do not want to disappoint. Therefore, I got a story for you. Here it goes. One day, a woman went to a grocery store in her neighborhood late in the afternoon. It was an odd time to go to the store, but the woman created this new habit. She picked this time so that no one would bother her. But to make this work, she used her lunch hour. On those days, she would bring a sandwich to work. As soon as her lunch hour began, she ran out the door with her sandwich in hand. She ate while she took the local bus to the store. The bus ride was easy. Exactly at 12.03, the bus will be outside her job's office. And you know what? Again, while she was on that bus, she'll eat her sandwich. And five minutes later, she was at her local grocery store. Because she had to return to work properly, she had her grocery list in hand and quickly made her rounds throughout the store. She normally did not speak to anyone as she had limited time. She did not want any distractions to keep her from walking home to drop off the groceries and make it back to the bus to complete her lunch hour. Again, she did not have time to spare as her boss will quickly reprimand her for being late. Anyways, this time around, while she was in the store, she noticed a man. Now, the man stood out. He was not at all a person from the neighborhood. This was very obvious because he looked completely different than anyone else. She couldn't help but stare at him. What was he doing here? Surely he must be lost. But she couldn't help herself, so she began to walk by him. And as she walked by, he asked her, Please, can you get these cans of beans from the top shelf? He stated, Ah, I just cannot reach them. She stared at him once more. She then responded, Man, uh, I understand what you are asking. But I do not know why you are asking me for it. Your kind never talk to my kind. I really don't know how you got here in the first place. The man smirked and he said, if you knew who I was and what I could provide for you, you would ask for what I could provide instead of why am I here? The woman thought to herself, 
Hmm. Hmm. Do I know him? Is he famous? Did I learn about him? Maybe he was on a TV show or something and I just didn't pay attention to it. He doesn't look familiar. Hmm. How would I know who he is? Perhaps this is a practical joke. So she started turning around, looking to see if somebody was filming her. She's seen those type of TV shows many times. She turned back and then she responded. And she stated, how am I supposed to get the beans on the top shelf? I'm not tall enough to reach them myself. She then asks, and what can you provide me? Beans ain't going to do anything for me. She scuffed inwardly. What? Beans for a lifetime? The man, knowing her thoughts, responded, If you ask me what I could provide, you will no longer have any needs. I will provide all of them forever. She was like, wait a minute. You can provide all of my needs? Meaning that I will no longer have to go to the grocery store and I will not have to work at this crazy job? Man, how in the world can you do that? Because if you can do this, then yes, I am asking all the wrong questions. The man responded, go call your husband and come here. Now she thought, okay, this man is too much in my business. What in the world? She then responded, I do not have a husband. The man nodded, this is correct. You do not have a husband at all. In fact, you had five previous husbands and the man that you with right now, he ain't even yours. The lady thought to herself, how does this man know all of my business? I never told him that. She stared at him in amazement. She felt so naked and exposed. Again, how did he know this? Was he in the neighborhood asking questions to people? Was he following me, watching my every move? But that means he had to be watching me for years now. Yes, she said to herself, yeah, I've been with many men. I, I just want to be loved. Initially, these relationships do not start out this way. I know these men usually belong to someone else. I easily give in because I want to be loved. Yes, the women in town hate me. Yes, I am known as a man snatcher. Yes, I don't want to admit it, but that's why I come to the grocery store during this time of the day. I'm not being stared at by these women in the neighborhood. But I ain't about to tell this stranger all of my business. She finally states out loud, it is clear that you have some magical powers. She stared at him once more. Then she said, mm, not magic. There's something more 
about you. The way you speak to me, even though you're not from here, you are very kind to me and peaceful. It is as if you're an angel or a man of God. The man responded, a time is coming where people will hear the voice of the Son of God and will worship him. She responded, oh, you sound like those people down the street at that church. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've heard about the Son of God before. But they say when he returns, then he will tell us all things. The man responded, I am he. She stared at him once more. She was about to say something, but more people came that were not from the neighborhood. When she saw them, she dropped everything and ran out. She went down the street and told everyone about this strange man in the grocery store. She told them that the man told me all these things that I have done. As I read this story, some of you may think to yourselves, yes, this sounds familiar. Yes, it does. I do love the theatrics. This is the story of a Samaritan woman in the Bible. You can find it in John chapter 4, verses 7 through 45. There are some key elements that I would like to highlight. First, we are seen by God. In the beginning, I asked you if you ever felt invisible or if you asked God if he was watching. In this story, it is clear that God watches us. He knows our deepest thoughts and secrets. But as seen through Jesus, they, that's Jesus and God, are not afraid to speak to us. Jesus initiated first with the woman. He gently approached her and asked for something. He was getting her attention. And getting her attention, it's clear that even when we're not doing right or when we are afraid to approach God because of the things that we've done in our lives, or even we're afraid to approach God because of all the things that's going on around us, not once do you see Jesus pull himself back and state, I will not talk to this woman. He initiated. And not only did he initiate, but he reveals that he is not limited by culture, economic status, race, or anything else. At the end of the day, Jesus will approach us with kindness and peace. But not just kindness and peace, he also calls us to seek the Father 
and worship him in spirit and truth. It is as if Jesus is saying, I know, daughter, that you want to be loved. I see it a mile away. But instead of spending your life pursuing love that cannot be filled by a man, please come to me and allow me to meet all of your needs. I will let you know that you are valued, loved, and cherished. I will let you know that I will be with you always. I will always see you and you are never invisible to me. But one thing that I do ask is that you come to me pursuing what is good and right. The truth. I so love the story of the Samaritan woman because there was times in my life where I thought that God didn't see my hurt and my pain. He didn't see the things that I was doing to try to numb that pain. And then it became, oh God, you don't want to be with me because of the things that I'm doing. And so when I read this story about the Samaritan woman, and as I share it with you guys, one of the things that was so clear to me was that Jesus initiates and Jesus wants us to be with him regardless of what we've done. He's saying, come to me and I will meet your every need. I share this story as well because this is a season that we are experiencing where different cultures, different backgrounds, different economic status, where we may feel like we don't belong or told that we don't belong, where we may feel ostracized one way or another. But unlike what we experience from other human beings, Jesus is not them. He says, no matter where you come from, no matter who you are, be with me. And one of the things that I shared a while ago in a different podcast, I talked about how women want to be loved. And Jesus, in his approach with her, he identifies that need. He lets her know that I see that you want to be loved. But the way that you're going about it is causing more harm. And how many times can we say that in our relationships, not only with our significant others, but with our family members? It's like, hey, I just want you to see me, hear me, and love me. And so I just want you guys to know that you are visible to God. I want you to feel encouraged in knowing that he wants to provide for your needs. And yes, when we understand this, that he is with us, it does give us the strength to deal with our families. 
Because we know, man, we need some help sometimes with our family. And that's what we're going to do. Next week, we're going to talk to another counselor. and She will provide some good tools and tips of how to communicate within our family structures. Because I know that we've been here for a while in this pandemic. You're like, oh, you're getting on my nerves. But come back next week so you can learn how to embrace one another despite being so close to each other. See you next week.